and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing this week? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We are excited to bring the topic to the table tonight, which we had visited uh, for the first time really this year in February, if you if you go back, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the 100th celebration of the Disney company has finally made its way to Walt Disney World. What an awesome accomplishment. It's amazing to think about and to think all the way back to Snow White and everything that this company was built on, but also Walt's vision and Walt's idea that it will always change and evolve, we see day after day after day. So it certainly deserves the celebration. It's a little unique, though, unless my memory is off, it is the shortest celebration we have ever seen in Walt Disney World. And it's going to be just over three months because, as everybody knows, we're coming off the celebration of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World versus this being the 100th anniversary of the company, that 1923 that we see referenced so many places. And that's the interesting piece, right? I had mentioned that we have done a show of when you are celebrating it in California, and I'll, I'll let you speak to that in just a second. But now we're compressing the celebration really kind of into a, a two and a half, three month piece here in Walt Disney World. So give us an overview of what to expect. Honestly, very little. And it's not often that I say this, but I think they missed the mark here. As I said, a hundred years of Disney is momentous. And I think one of the unique things is those of you who have been to Target and Dollar Tree and Starbucks and all of these companies, Walmart, no matter where you live in the country, we've seen that 100th merchandise all over the United States because it is such an occasion um, for any company, but for Disney, it's huge. But I think they could have maybe extended the 50th through the end of this year and just started with a new theme in January. And we're going to talk about, again, the interesting aspect here. There is one element of the 100th in each park, but the focal point of the 100th is in Epcot. And we've talked for several episodes that I feel like Epcot is this child that's losing its identity because it often has so many identities. So right now it's food and wine festival and the hundredth. So it, it can't seem, they can't seem to let Epcot do just one thing at a time. Shortly food and wine will close and it will be the 100th tied in with festival of the holidays. Right. <laughs> It's got it's got to juggle almost. Epcot's got to keep juggling. Which and there's four people in the merchandise location. The major gift shops now, I guess, good for them. They have lots of merchandise, but it's so interesting to see how it's sectioned. You know, usually there's one seasonal section, and now they're up to two or three, depending on the time of the year. But I feel like there was just. More hype, more excitement in California, which 
maybe that's more accurate because it is where it all began. The studios are out there and you definitely feel Walt's presence. That is the only park that Walt actually walked in. But I feel like this one just is missing something for me. Well, if you do want to check out the California episode, it was episode 161 and it was in February. But I do want to mention the merchandise because you mentioned that we can get this in some of the other stores around the country. But people go to Walt Disney World and they're waiting on lines for things that are merchandise crazy. Are we seeing anything that's specific to Walt Disney World for this celebration? Well, specific to Walt Disney World. That's an interesting question. So I'm going to back it up a minute and say the merchandise that you're seeing in some of those retail locations that I mentioned is specific to those locations. You know, Target got a deal for their one or two items. Walmart got a deal for their couple of items. The items you can get in those locations, you can't get anywhere else. Okay. When I was in Epcot back in February, Walt Disney World already received 100th anniversary merchandise, even though they were in the midst of their 50th celebration. Right. I would be very hard-pressed to say to you that they have any unique merchandise, except that there are many, many pieces of clothing, and some of them seem to have been purchased by me and made their way into my wardrobe, (laughs) um, where the difference is the imprint on the sleeve. So it's the same shirt in Disneyland as in Disney World, but one says Disneyland and one says Walt Disney World. So to me, that doesn't necessarily make it unique. It's just an announcement of where I've purchased it. What I will say is they had lots of merchandise back in February. Everything you would expect, T-shirts, sweatshirts, ears, backpacks, all of that kind of stuff. And then a line of nostalgia that's some really neat items. So I'm not sure I'd say that there's anything super unique, but for those that this is a once in a lifetime trip, there is no shortage of great merchandise to purchase. Okay. What else other than the merchandise should we expect? There is a hundredth statue in each park, a big, huge silver number 100 with a Mickey. And you can get your picture taken with it and they have some magic shots. It is one per park, same statue. Lots of flags on all the flagpoles marking the 100th anniversary. Depending what you're seeing and where you're going, all of the characters have a 100th anniversary outfit. Their colors for the 100th are silver and purple. I didn't see them in the parks, I will be honest. Um, In California, they actually did a 100th parade a super short parade but absolutely adorable i'll drop the link in these show notes and it's in our california notes i've got it on youtube i encourage you to watch it one of the things that i did see that we're seeing a lot more of in walt disney world is character pop-ups at resorts so if you're pulling up to your resort whether you're doing that on disney transportation or via car and you see a motorhome in front of the resort painted with the number 100 on it, it probably means that characters are going to be in the lobby or out by the pool. And there they are appearing in their 100th outfit. So I ran into them both in 
Top Century, Caribbean Beach, and Riviera this week, all in their 100th outfits. So that's a cool thing to see. But as of now, we don't have any information on a cavalcade that could be popping up or, or specific I have been told parade. it will not be popping up. I very specifically asked multiple people because I thought it was such a cute cavalcade. <laughs> okay. Which is good to know. I mean, I know you've always talked about how, especially when Annie was younger, you would go around and try to get these pictures of these characters in these different outfits. So this would have made the book. That's for sure. Correct. It would have made the book. It did make our book. Um, our agency website actually has a character wardrobe section to it. So you can check out some of the outfits we've got for each character and we always invite people if you've got your picture with a character that we don't have you can send it in and join our ranks there you go well, anything else that you, you think we can expect you know we got the special outfits what else they obviously have some food offerings again pretty limited some of them quite frankly i don't understand usually when they do food offerings that meet a theme they're heavy on the color choices or putting the number in it. Some of the celebration items were the opening of a couple of extra booths at the Food and Wine Festival. But when you look at their menu, nothing is labeled as the 100th dessert or appetizer or any of those things. The only thing they did add, and I have a little bit of a mixed feeling on this, they have a 100-character wall in Epcot. Okay. And you and I, Jeff, have talked about this a lot. There is just an abundance of construction walls lately. Yeah. And Disney does their best to make them exciting. Um, last year, a lot of the walls in Epcot during Flower and Garden, they had butterfly wings and you could put your body kind of in the middle to make yourself yep. into a butterfly. And they had the figment butterfly to kind of add to some excitement. This is yet another construction wall in a new place and very unique for Disney because it has a hundred characters hidden in it. And there's only a couple of places where they really cross the characters like that because they're always careful about character integrity and you would never find things like Mickey Mouse standing in San Francisco. Right. So they work hard to kind of keep those designations but it's a nice long wall there is a hidden list of the hundred characters and i think similar to the characters that we saw for the 50th i would love to have been a fly on the wall to figure out how they picked the hundred there are some that i think are missing there are some cute ones it's an awesome little hunt it's fun to look at it's a great piece of art whatever imagineers had input into it but again, it's just a little something, maybe a 10-minute thing. Again, it just doesn't have all the bells and whistles that I'm used to seeing for celebrations. Well, and I got to ask you, because we're, we're creeping up on 200 episodes of this podcast, and you and I have known each other for a long time. You just don't seem all that excited about this particular celebration, and that's that's not normal for you. This is this is your lifeblood. This is what you plan vacations for people, and you and you make your own vacations. You just don't seem too turned on by this particular celebration right now. I'm not, and I hate to say that because, as I said, it's such an important milestone for Disney. 
But I think it was like, how can we celebrate this? We don't want to look the other way. And again, nobody that's out there listening to our podcast, I'm not vain enough to think that I'm your only source of Disney information. I know that you're looking at Disney Parks blogs and other things and you're saying, she's leaving a lot out. It's mostly because I disagree with a lot of the things that they're doing. So, for example, one of the 100th celebration things that's coming is the new Luminous, the new Epcot Nighttime Spectacular. Well, it's not coming till December 5th. The celebration started mid-September and is ending December 30th. And that new Epcot Nighttime Spectacular is here to stay for quite a while. So I don't think it's really for the 100th, regardless of... That's how they're billing it. Right. The timing the timing is serendipitous. If, if the timing is serendipitous, but really the timing would have been serendipitous if it previewed two weeks ago, not right. eight weeks from now. I think a combination of all the major changes that were going on in Epcot and COVID and changing some things, I think this is just, they had one too many things on their plate. And this one didn't make it in full. It feels like they're just missing pieces. And, you know, maybe that's okay. And maybe, as I say frequently, I am Disney spoiled. I don't go watch fireworks in my town on the 4th of July because all I can compare them to is fireworks over the castle. And I'm like, my town is known for some of the best fireworks in my county. You're still not Disney fireworks. Right. So maybe with this celebration, I'm coming into it a little spoiled. And I'm wondering why they shoved one more thing and why they shoved it in Epcot. Why they've made that the spot. Leave Epcot alone. They've got enough going on. The the crews in Epcot, I commend them how quick they turn over. Food and wine goes into Festival of the Holidays and that comes down real quick and they've got 10 days to get celebration of the arts up and that comes down and they've got 10 days to get flowering garden up. They don't need one more thing. They needed a break. And you know that they randomly pulled down probably 50% of the food and wine flags to put up hundredth flags. Like I said, it just didn't do it for me. I, I won't say as Disney often says, they talk about good show and bad show. It's not a, bad show it's just a lacking show i would have either liked to see them go a little bit bigger or leave it out and say you know we did this in california because it's where it began and california could devote a little bit more to it i just i don't know what made them smush this into you know 14 weeks well we're gonna make t-shirts that say leave epcot alone because that's what you just said. We'll, I like that. We'll have, we'll have just the lists of the festivals, and then we'll have a big cross out through the 100th anniversary. It just says, leave Epcot alone. Listen, here's the reality. If you're listening to this show right now, you have some sort of a healthily unhealthy exception, obsession with Disney. And so if you can get to Walt Disney World to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the company, you're probably going to do it. I think the important piece of what you're saying tonight is – if that is who you are, do not expect to go there and be overwhelmed with this celebration. And and maybe that is fair. 
But is there? And a- I think that is fair. I was going to say it doesn't necessarily detract from your vacation or your experience. But if you're somebody who feels like you've got to get there and you try to get there for everything, if you didn't get there for this, I'm not sure you're missing out hugely. If you're on the fence about getting there for this, head out to Disneyland instead. Well, we're we're coming to the end of the program. So is there anything else you want to mention before we say goodbye? I can't wait to see what celebration is next because we don't know what their next theme is. And they've always got some great themes as long as, you know, I'll bring it up one more time. As long as there's no Pepto-Bismol birthday cake on the (laughs) castle again, I'm sure we're in for another good theme come 2024. Yeah, that was way worse than leave Epcot alone. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I have no interest in returning to that. Thanks for taking the time tonight. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. You as well. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Dis. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share in your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Dis by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.